I'm Kevin. I'm Jake. I'm Craig. I'm DJ. And we remembered the order this time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we do sit in the same way. I just I like to switch it up. Uh, but, but, but hit hit it away with the movie because I want to start talking about this movie because I have very strong feelings about this movie. <laughs> oh, I bet you do. Uh, so today we're doing Army of Darkness. It is technically the third in the Evil Dead series, although it loses the Evil Dead part of the title. The it's Evil also dead, dot, dot. it's also the first movie I've actually saw in the series. And it is way more ridiculous than I remember it being when I first watched it. I, 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 when we get there, I texted Patrick about an hour into the movie to let him know how I felt about it, and I don't think he's going to talk to me anymore. <laughs> so, <laughs> we'll see how it goes. But, uh, yeah, so, so it does, is it officially dropped, like, even when it was released, it officially dropped the Evil Dead colon? It, it, it did, okay. um, and there were some, I think it was like a different studio that backed it, so there were different, uh, for a while it was considered its own thing, and then later on when they were making Ash vs. Evil Dead, mm -hmm. they, they couldn't make any explicit references to it in like the first season. Okay. And then in the second season, eventually they got the rights to do it, so it brought in more from Army of Darkness. Doesn't the third season show him at like S-Mart and stuff? Although in the first season he starts at S Mart, but right, and they, yet they weren't allowed to bring up. They weren't the allowed only to specifically bring up stuff. Okay. Yeah, that's weird. I actually don't know if I've gotten past the first season of uh, Ash vs Evil Dead. I haven't seen any of it. I might watch it though. Ash vs Evil Dead is probably the is objectively the best yeah. content in the series. Yeah, I would like to watch it. I've heard great things. Well, it was a Stars product or some shit. Oh, uh, right? yeah, I think it was Stars. Oh, but it was on. Netflix. It is right, on Netflix right, yeah. though, or yeah. was on Netflix. I don't know if it still is. Oh. How old is Bruce Campbell? He's got he's much 60s. older now. He's in the, like sixties now. Yeah, yeah. he's so, kind of chubby with a lot of gray hair in the show. So how did they like? Oh, they they he he's basically Florida man by the time. Yeah, Ash he, Evil Dead yeah. And so. the very first episode of Ash vs Evil Dead, he's in a trailer park in like Florida or something. Just, no, he wants to get to Florida. That's oh his yeah, goal. yeah, yeah. He's like he's like in a trailer park though, like just reminiscing about the time where he saved the world from the next. With the Necronomicon. It still works at Smart. Yep, and he accidentally unleashes the Evil Dead by getting drunk with a hooker and reading passages from it. Oh, because he still has the book on Yes. Of course, yeah, yeah. It makes sense. He keeps he takes care of it. Uh, but so He did not have a good life. Just to, as a precursor. And it that way. He peaked, he peaked in this movie, and it's all downhill from there. Right. Oof. I was going to ask, because uh, we, before we do the start of the movie, the ending of Evil Dead 2 sets up the start of this movie, but I don't remember the ending of Evil Dead no, 2 it, being it, like it, the start of this movie it at didn't all. Okay, so for, first of all, for yet a third time, there is a different actress playing his girlfriend. Of in course. This. As it should. They reshot um, all the same scenes again. Yeah, they did They did reshoot the scene. They might have actually used some footage from the end. But of, they did, they did, did reshoot the ending. Because yeah. the ending didn't end with a portal, I don't think. It did. It definitely yeah, did. It was a portal. It did the same thing where he's getting oh, sucked Oh, it did through. suck him in. Yep. Okay. Yep. So that's I why I was that. ready, and then when he lands, and it's not the same through the portal, 
when so it's they, not the same as the ending of two, I was like, yeah, okay. Yeah, we're they already. definitely reshot the the ending because at the very end of two, like the people see him fall down and they just start like worshiping. He's just like, oh, yeah. He stands fuck? up and he stares at the sky and mm-hmm. he goes, no, okay, damn you all. I do remember that now. But in this, it's very different what happens to him once he falls from the portal. He lands and starts getting jacques of being. What was the bat? What's the uh, competing kingdom? Henry, Henry the Red. Henry, Henry the Red. He's he's a well, Henry's men. Yeah, and they start beating him up, and they put him in a chain. Oh no! Wait, first it does do the freeze frame. I know what you're thinking. I'm Ash. How did I get here? <laughs> well, let me show you. And <laughs> this is where they yeah. introduce the concept of S Smart. Yeah, exactly. How he works at S Smart. Shop Which Smart is, at S Smart. It is 100% just Kmart with the cereal. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> um, here you have a blue light. And then, you know, they do the, we do, we get to see Evil Dead again, and we get to see him suck their portal, and then we find out that they accuse him of being Henry's man, chain him up, and well, whip him. Well, first, first, the, uh... Oh, the wizard. Yeah, the wise man, or whatever they call him. They call him the wise man. Hey, I bet this guy is the prophesized one here to save us from the Deadites. Oh, let me... And they po- said he's supposed to fall from the sky. Well, that's what it did at the end of 2. It showed the book, where it showed an, a yeah. Ash with a chainsaw, like, Wah! in the book. And then, uh, the Lord, Arthur, is like... Nah, you yeah, stupid old yeah. man. He's obviously King Henry. Also, because I'm super prescient and is one of my big gripes with this movie, in the very beginning when he falls through, his car falls with him and gets absolutely fucking destroyed when it hits the ground. And I said, oh good, I was worried the car would survive that fall and they'd use it later. Boy, was I wrong <laughs> and right. I was so sure of myself. You were wrong, but it was a little bit different than <laughs> yeah. what you thought they were going to do with uh, the car, I think. Uh, and then they slave walk him back to the kingdom, whipping him all along the way. And by kingdom, you mean a single castle. Yeah, just a castle surrounded Where, like, by... Where everyone lives inside the castle walls for some yeah. reason. It's just, you know, somewhere like, in... I'm going to assume New Zealand is where they shot this because there was what, that's when, what that's how Sam Raimi does right. And when they land, at, which by the way is Sam Raimi Australian or New Zealand or no, he's a he's, he's a white dude. He's a white dude because I just thought it was Australians are white by the way. Fact, but, but he, not, he did but all not, of his he did all of his shooting for uh, for Hercules and Xena in New Zealand. Wait, that's Sam Raimi work? I didn't know that. Yeah, I never knew that. I love that. I, I think it's extremely obvious that that's Sam Raimi work after this yeah, movie, yeah, which seems yeah. to be very much the Dude, you just called you a dumb idiot. I would have never known that that was Sam. Huh. Because uh, Ash says that it's like the year three, 1300, 1300 or something, yeah. and in England, uh, the current king was uh, Edward I Longshanks, who, uh, you know, uh, the whole give me freedom or blah, 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 right. yeah. Braveheart, all that garbage. Right, right. That time period. Oh, that's neat. I mean, it does seem like it's trying to be kind of like, you know, English versus Scottish, because it is, yeah. you Henry know, the Henry the Red is, got a Scottish accent. Oh. Also, what's with everyone's hair and beards? It's just terrible. Just, just, just like weird. these weird wisps <laughs> coming They're from like, the beard. It's, it's medieval times, so give them all stupid hair. That's how we do this. The, the, the king has an actual, like, it's like a bowl cut mullet. Yeah, yeah, yes. the, the, he's got bangs. <laughs> the he's got like out. he's got like early two thousands Valley Girl bangs, and then really long back hair. It's <laughs> it, awesome. It's like no one was allowed to be more good looking than Bruce Campbell. Just like he was very suave. They always have his hair slicked back, really cool. He's got a chiseled jaw as a young man. Even when he gets the shit beat out of him in this movie, he, he still, still cool. always looks. Good. At worst, he gets a cool guy scar. Yeah, <laughs> and the movie is uh, opens in what is very obviously an abandoned quarry. 
There's like chiseled walls that have been just excavated this out. This is like the quarry where the Power Rangers go to fight monsters. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly that. Uh, and they beat him and, and take him all the way back to uh, the kingdom where some lady sees them walking in and she's bawling her eyes out. Actually, no, she's being really stoic, but she finds out her brother died. Yeah, because her, her, her brother died. Her brother. Her brother was supposed to be going on this, you know, war ride with a uh, against Arthur, Henry, and he fought valiantly and died in combat. <laughs> she's also, just like, everyone is comically just beating Ash up as he walks yeah, down the road, including some kids. Yeah, they're like they have like little uh, clubs, boom, hitting him in the stomach, and he's really ticked off, but dragging along the way, I guess. And they're taking him to uh, the pit. Yeah, the pit. The pit, which we, I knew we all know what it's going to be at that point already, because they already bring up the deadites. Is this the first movie where they actually call them the Deadites? I think they were referenced as Deadites in the Necronomicon. In the in the second one? They might have been. but the, No, this might be the first movie that started to use that terminology, too. Right. Right? I don't know. It's hard for me to tell, because like I said, this was the first movie I watched in the series, right. so I... But but the king call, says out, right, you know, the wizard, smart guy, calls him out by name, so you know that they're already part of this universe. Yeah, the, the, he's, supposed to fight, he's supposed to lead them in the, the fight against the Deadites. Right. And they toss one of the people into the pit. Yeah, one, just of some... just, yeah. one of the random captives just gets thrown in there to uh, his doom, and it just it you know, comically it's... showers blood out yeah. of the pit, uh, like a like a real Quentin Tarantino style, like network. Nightmare on Elm Street when the bed explodes. Oh yeah, it's Johnny Depp. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty much that. And it just sprays out like a gusher, and everyone starts cheering because the guy died. Woo! Yeah, they didn't like that guy. He was he was, a real he was one of Henry's. Yeah. He was a real tool. So they start going to throw ash in. And everyone and Ash oh, so fights. They're, they're not yeah, so the Hash like is like, wait a minute, I don't know this guy. This yeah, guy I've never right. seen this guy in my life. Just tell just, him. Just tell, tell him you don't know yeah. me. And while he's having his little freak out, uh the the girl that was uh, upset that her brother dies hits him in the head with a rock and Sheila. Sheila. Oh, that's what I was saying. I distracted. I, that's why I thought maybe Sam was Australian because it's Bruce and Sheila is the main character and the main uh female companion. Well Bruce is his actual name. No, I know, but Oh, in the show, it's Ash, right? Yeah. So I just. Although well, I, I can see your uh, confusion though, because the title screen has it as Bruce Campbell versus the Army of Darkness. I yes, just, it did. I called him Bruce in my head then, even though we've been saying Ash the whole movie. I was like Bruce, Bruce, <laughs> Bruce. Oh, but yeah. And then the woman's name was Sheila, and I was like, oh, that's guy and girl in Australia. Cool. Wait, Bruce is... All the men are Bruce's oh, I mean, and all the females uh, are Sheila's. Is that a racist think, thing? No, it's like what they call it. Like, it, it just like, instead of saying, hey, dude, mm-hmm. you know, you're a Bruce and she's a Sheila. So, I think it's fair, though, that you, you kept calling him Bruce because, like, Evil Dead 1 is a horror movie and Bruce Campbell's in it. Mm-hmm. Evil Dead 2 is a horror movie starring Bruce Campbell. Army of Darkness is a Bruce Campbell movie. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a good way to put it. It's really him... Also, I didn't like the... Okay, I'm going to start getting into shit I didn't like. I hated this goddamn movie. (laughs) I hated it. But right from the get-go, I didn't understand the character development of Bruce. He went from being, like, scared guy in the horror movies in the first two, like, just trying to survive and losing his mind, to total dickhead asshole who decides he can command anyone. And I understand... Oh, so yeah, he's a huge dick. He's he's a fish out of water, sure. But also, that's not... No, he was never like this. So... Also, when did he learn how to fight? No, don't. That's a whole other... Don't even... We'll get to that in the third act, okay? But, yeah, he's just, like, always yelling at everyone. And, um... But he, he tries to convince the guy, hey, tell him, you know, and whatever. And he gets hit in the head of the rock and gets pushed into the, the pit. 
So I get the impression that after uh, all the shit he went through in Evil Dead 2, he's just very upset now. and just, Yeah. He, he wants to be done with this. Right. And that works for the initial, like, you just got enslaved and you're about to go, by the way, he lands in the pit and fights a thing. That all works, but it doesn't work to carry that through the entirety of the adventure. For Which me, for me. Yeah, right. He carries that attitude from start to finish. Also, that was totally a Star Wars scene. Oh, no, oh, yeah. I'm in a pit. The walls are closing in. I gotta fight off this thing. Also, the walls close at a very inconsistent rate. At one point, they're, like, back to back, and he pushes the monster into it, and then the next scene, there's, like, a football field's worth of his time to think. Are also, you saying that there's occasionally a lack of continuity between shots A little bit. Movie? A little bit. <laughs> also, whenever the camera would, like, go back to the, the deadite, there was, like, some extra space back there where you could just step just away, away. And, yeah, yes. and you wouldn't be in between them. You know? yeah. um, but this sets up the first fun, like, this was very Evil Dead 2 for me, was that, you know, he lands, he's gonna fight a dead ape. <laughs> that's like him in the face. Yeah, the thing just starts punching him, you're like, that's comical, and then he gets away, or he punches it down, and it turns into a kung fu fighter and does a cool <laughs> flip thing. And I thought with that sound was, effects. Right, with full sound effects. I thought that was charming. I was like, okay, this is very Evil Dead 2, this is funny. And I was enjoying that part of the scene. Uh, and oh yeah, it? like uh, Ted really, you know, upped his game when it took some gymnastics <laughs> classes. He yeah. trained the shit out of it this, to be uh, the best he could. This is kind of like the the Sam Raimi problem though, where you start giving him too much budget, he starts to run away with it in a bad way. He starts to get goofy. Because this one, this, this movie definitely had a way higher budget than Evil Dead. Oh Marvel. gosh, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh gosh, yeah. Even though it still wasn't a high budget, but it was a much higher. You spend a lot of it on things he can explode. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which. Yeah, he really liked exploding stuff. Or or he liked a lot of stop motion in this one as, again. Or, well, maybe well he's always liked the stop right. motion. Right, he was always a big fan of that. We, I loved that in Evil Dead 2, like when the, 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 I think it was the girlfriend who starts yeah. dancing yep. in the yeah. woods and shit. That was awesome. Um, but he's fighting it and he's about to lose and then, oh, the wizard guy's like, hey, stranger, toss a chainsaw and he does this like superhero jump with the fist out, <laughs> catches it on, lands... And cuts the thing's hand. What is he? Cuts its hand off, which goes and hits a woman in the face. The bitch old lady who was just Yeah, he shuts her up. Yeah, and then he laughs. And then uh, he, like, cuts its head off. Yep. Classic. And then he go tries to escape, and then there one comes out of the wall, and there's four fighting. Right. One, one, of the, one of the monsters from Bleeders comes out of the wall. It was a very yeah. Bleeder-esque monster. <laughs> a lot more mobile than them, though. They didn't oh, have legs yeah. in Bleeder. Yeah. Hey, even without legs, they moved fast enough to get a hold of anyone they wanted, (laughs) regardless of the terrain. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so he fights another one, and then he needlessly, like, uses his belt to grab the chain, instead of just grabbing the chain. Yeah, he, like, whips his belt up to it, and me like, straps onto itself, too. It, like, ties itself in a knot. Yes. I thought that was fine whatever it's and ridiculous it, it's it, like some swashbuckling stuff right it pulls like the, the, this movie kind of watches like a a parody of a horror movie or a, just a parody of a movie well yeah. i feel like it's it, yes yes but i'm so it's somewhere between like it wants to be like hercules and xena yes it's, it's got a bit of that right. it wants to have this kind of swashbuckling adventure with maybe a little bit of kung fu thrown in because sam raimi was a big fan of kung fu you've got the opportunity uh, do it i'm a fan and also the deadites or the evil whatever they can do anything i totally yeah. buy that i was about to say one of the scenes later is basically the training scene during i'll make a man out of you 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Actually, they do the exact yeah, same. They yeah. do the exact same choreography of the. Although this scene. movie predated Mulan, so Mulan. Oh my stolen. god, Mulan! You yeah. basically yeah, Mulan was like ninety eight. Yeah, this was ninety one. Yeah, I feel like there's a lot of different movies that Sam Raimi wanted to make right here, <laughs> but he had to make it an Evil Dead movie, right? Because why not? You've got because the Bruce is the only actor that and, knows. And I do buy because I know uh, we talked about it with you in the first and second podcast. He started wanting to make a horror movie, but as the comedy caught on, he kind of, like, rode with it. So I could see the progression of him being like, oh, people liked two more than one, and they loved it when we were being eccentric. Goofy. Yeah, let's just keep going. So I get that. That was fun. I like that about it. Um, but he... This is the part where, I, where, again, you're like, this is a, a fun way of showing that this guy's in charge all of a sudden. First off, we've seen... We, we didn't talk about this, but right before Ash falls into the pit, you get... Some random guard of Henry's tried to run away, and the weird mullet bangs decides to shoot him down with a bow and arrow. Or a crossbow. Yep. That guard was Ted Raimi. That, well, was it really? Yeah. He yeah. built this cowardly soldier. That's awesome. That's <laughs> <laughs> Ted Raimi. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. It's fun when it works out. Um, and he tries to run away, and he shoots him with a bow and arrow. So, like, we get the understanding that they're willing to kill anyone at any time if you're not with them, right? So, Ash beats this Deadite, crawls out... And then just all of a sudden, without much like um, well, so they, physical uh, prowess. So, so I'll say this: that they all fear what's in this pit. Like it's right. Like the, they so know the that fact, the fact that he took it out and, and got it, out. It's, it scares them. Right. Okay. Yeah. So but also, he has a chainsaw arm now. Yeah. But also, he's. We see right now that he had a shotgun the whole time, but didn't use it while he it was never, down Yeah, there. it never got tossed to him or anything. No, he, he just had. He it. just now has it. Well, right. I mean, to be fair, they didn't know to take it off. Well, so I don't. No, no, well, it was on the ground. Oh, was it? Wait, yeah, when he gets taken by them, they uh, knock it out of his hand. Yeah, I know they knock the chainsaw out of his hand because they do a close. Yeah, so I don't, I don't remember seeing it on his back when he fell into the pit. I don't remember seeing. Actually, I looked for it because I remember, yeah. the, I knew the scene. I, it wasn't, it wasn't on his back when he came yeah. out of the pit. You mean but... there's inconsistency between the <laughs> yeah. shots of this? Um, it it does get knocked out of his hand before they take him when they're in the quarry. Now, I'd be willing yeah. to believe it just materializes. Yeah, it just happens. It's like Thor's hammer. He just holds it. Yeah. He can do that with a chainsaw, too, as yeah. we saw. Um, but he, he all of a sudden just starts literally bossing everywhere around. He's like, all right, let that man go. Henry, get the hell out of here. You, get out of my face, takes the whip from the guy that was whipping him and is like, you're a jerk. Well, first he did his whole boomstick. Yeah, this is my Of course, stick. right. To right. intimidate them. And then wave it in the air and talks about how it's a Remington from the sports. He has to bring up S-Mart so much in this movie. <laughs> and that was ridiculous, but it was good. Uh, and then he bossed everyone around. They're like, "Well, I guess you know. You know what? You beat the Deadite, and you just bullied us." So I mean, he's got he's got a magic boomstick. Yeah. So what can what can we say? Also, well, remember the the, he gets the way wizard... more shots out of every gun. I was gonna than say any that any gun could ever have. The second yeah. movie actually showed him only use two shots on the and reload. Like that was a mm -hmm. very common thing in the second movie where he would use them either stupidly or wisely, and all of a sudden not have bullets. This movie he this has movie... more ammo than a fucking like turret. He's just like, hey, you're you're now officially doom guy. Your gun is just has bullets, and you just go. go it does use doom ammo rules, yeah, basically. It does. It was, it was crazy. Yeah, it's only thematic reloading. Like whenever yeah. it just feels like he should be reloading. Like, oh wait, because he kills. Uh, when he gets out and he's done doing that, one of the old ladies turns into. Or no, no, that's in the castle. Never mind. Never mind. Uh, Arthur does try to fight him. Right, he gets out of the pit. Yeah, he, boom he just boomsticks the sword in half. Shuts it in half, or shoot, also, shuts it, shoots it in half. Like such a like. A shotgun does not have that accuracy. Sure it does. Oh, I, I think He there's... either peppered the shit out of Arthur in the process... We don't know. He might have slugs. In which case, he probably also just took out Arthur in the process. <laughs> That's true. Very true. 
But there is a consistent gag that I think it happens three times with Arthur, where Arthur always just like holds out his hand and some servant comes to put a weapon in it. Yeah, and then he kicks him out or something. Yeah. Yeah. He calls him, um, shit, he calls him like his uh, sheath boy or sword boy or something like that. He yells Tor- it out. Yeah, at, torch boy later. Yeah, he yells mm-hmm. it out at one point, and that's the time when he kicks him. And I, I remember that, and I forgot what he called him. That's going to drive me nuts. Oh, well, not the point. Um, he did it with the crossbow when he shot Ted Raimi, too. Yep. <laughs> And then he's, you know, all of a sudden beloved, and we're in the castle, and he's eating grapes. Well, remember, like the, wise, the wise man was vouching for him the whole time, so. Right. Like, he's this legendary so, hero. So, yeah, I think now that he has slain the dead, I, they believe that he is the uh, the chosen one. Right. The promised one. Promised. Chosen True. One. True. And he uh, gets to eat turkey legs and grapes and, like. And bitches. And whores. Uh, he calls that one girl a whore at one point. He says, I don't need a whore's blanket. What oh, a no, jerk. He, I think he said horse blanket. He said horse blanket. Yeah. He said, I need a, I, he said, good, I could use a horse blanket. Oh, I thought he was being sarcastic and called it a horse blanket. No. He, he does call because her a bitch once Well, because he says, for, in this earlier scene, first you wanted to kill me, now you want to kiss me. And then he calls her a bitch, so. I'm going with horse blanket. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he's living the classic hedonistic lifestyle of bitches and wine. And he gets a bigger throne than the dude that rules the castle. <laughs> yeah, he does. He's the promised one. But he just wants to go home. He's, He's just like, okay, Harry. okay, wizard guy, figure out how to send me back to my own time. Yeah. You must get the Necronomicon. Yeah, you gotta go quest for the book. I don't want to deal with the book. It was bad. Well, yeah. You gotta quest for yeah. it. What Otherwise, else you don't we... get to go home. Yeah, why does he just assume... He knows what brought him there. Why does he just assume anyone in the kingdom can open a portal and send him? He's kind of dumb. He is kind of dumb. <laughs> Actually, if he's so dumb, why is he able to build dynamite later? He's got he a has chemistry a book. book. Yeah, he oh, has a chemistry book, and he just knows what all minerals are and all sorts of like chemical compositions and the, all that shit. And he, he knows about alloys. Alloys and molecules and yeah, shit. Yeah, that's right. In Ash versus Evil Dead, they 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 play this up like he has. He's really good with like technical stuff and machines. Like, well, yeah, when he builds. Head. I talked about. But that he's in, really dumb with everything else. I talked about that in Evil Dead too. How impressed I was with the uh, chainsaw building montage. How he even did, like, the strap on his thing, and he built, like, the custom leather. Like, I've talked about how cool that was. So, so. like, jerry-rigging stuff is his superpower, and you just kind of have to accept that. <laughs> and, yeah, jer- jerry-rigging dynamite, as we all do. Um, but it's, it's actually not that hard to build explosives. Yeah, for Although smart the fact, people. The fact, the fact that they just have everything on hand, though. Yeah, well, you know. Yeah, I'll give alchemists. him that. Yeah, alchemists. Yeah, I'll, I'll give him that. If you have a wizard, you've got an alchemist. They have their, their distilled urine to make the phosphorus. Well, though, they don't call him a wizard. What do they call him? Just wise man. Yeah, do you know about man. that story, though, about the guy that thought you could uh, make uh, gold out of urine because it was yellow? <laughs> so, so it was like a medieval like alchemist thought that you could turn urine into gold by just constantly distilling it until it turned to a solid. He got solid phosphorus. And then... It exploded. Tried to buy... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it exploded. Yeah, that'll do that. Well, um... Uh, the mo- I've talked about this in the group chat. It was one of it's actually one of my favorite education like like uh, bits is when they talk about scientists like really famous scientists that believed really stupid shit. And the king of all science ever, Isaac Newton, was aggressively into alchemy and believed he could turn stuff into gold. And he also thought that the secret for alchemy and the secret to find the lost city of I don't remember what it's called was hidden in the Bible. Colorado. No, it's um, oh yeah, Newton was into Atlantis. a lot of wizard shit. Yeah, huh? Atlantis. No, 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 no. Uh, it's the gold, the, the the city of gold. El Dorado. Oh, no, not El Dorado. There's a name for it that's not El Dorado. They say it in uh, it, and I'll remember see. it. Let's see. Legendary city, Shangri La. Um, Still El Dorado. No, I'll look it up. But Arcadia. Um, 
Isaac Newton was super Stadium into Arcadium. that stuff. And, uh, Stadium Arcadium by the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah, exactly. That's gold. what it was. Yeah, that album yeah. was pure exactly. gold. Uh, where are we in the freaking... <laughs> oh, we have not made it past the uh, him laying on the throne. Right, right. This is where the old lady pops up. Yeah, there's like... someone like making stew in the background. And uh, the as they're talking about the Necronomicon, the, uh, the pot like gets pushed over and water she like dumps a chamber pot on him no it's a it's a it's a pot of stew you see like the vegetables oh, right, on right. the ground and then she just starts talking about how they'll never get the necronomicon they'll die swallow your soul though she doesn't say swallow your swallow soul, your soul. Swallow, swallow your soul i wish she would have that would have been actually a cooler because it's it's my like understanding that all of these deadites are like one being like a hive mind, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that would have been a cool, like... Of the Kandarian demon. If you had called that back over or done any sort of Well, they do, at the end. The one that attacks him in Esmart does say that. True. That's true. I'll swallow your soul. <laughs> that makes me think of uh, uh, Andre the Giant. I'll the dread pie wobbles. I will swallow your soul. I love that scene. I love that movie. Uh, yeah, so, so, so they're in there. And the this crazy lady turns into a deadite when he doesn't want to go quest for it. He shoots her like twelve times with a single gun, and then how does he beat her? What do they do to kill her? Uh, does he just shoot her to death? He just shoots yeah, her he shoots her to death. Yeah, he just shoots well, her to death. Well, she she fakes being dead for a bit, and Arthur goes and he's like, "No, it's a trap." And yeah, I guess he just because that's definitely something he did in the second movie. Yes, yeah. Oh, he shot the shit out of everything. But well, no, no, I meant go to check someone. Oh, who's he got bamboozled. Okay. Right. And then got, I think that's when he got stabbed in the face with a pencil, so. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Uh, and then he decides, you know what? Screw it. If I've got to do it, I've got to do it. So now we get a cool montage scene of him building a more sophisticated robot hand than exists even in modern times. Yeah, he builds, he builds auto mail out of armor. That's yeah, pretty fine. much. And then crushes a, a steel goblet. Groovy. Lead goblet. Yeah, Groovy. he gets his lines. There's an egregious amount of ash lines, which is why I understand that he has his um, his his standard set of when you're... You know when people yell at celebrities in the street and there's like X lines they use? All of them came from this movie. Um, yeah, uh, uh, a lot of the line... A lot of Ash's one-liners from this movie get used in Duke Nukem. Oh, okay. mm. that makes sense, actually. I never it's thought It's this that. and they live. That's where all of Duke Nukem's lines come <laughs> from. Fair enough. Yeah, actually, those both make sense. I've never seen They Live, but so, I know enough about it to get an idea. That's the Roddy Roddy Rowdy Roddy Piper movie. Yep, with the glasses. He and... fights Keith David for like ten minutes straight. <laughs> Sold. I love it. Where he's all out of uh, something and yeah, I'm here to kick ass and chew bubble gum and I'm all out of. That's what that comes is. from that line. Gotcha. Okay. That one also has uh, I'll rip off your head and shit down your neck. Oh, <laughs> I've heard that in a lot of movies. But this so. one has groovy. It has hail to the king, baby. Right. Uh, give me some sugar, baby. Or what, yep. what is it? Something yeah, like give that. me some sugar, baby. So, yeah, oh, well, so that's where that comes from. He builds the hand. She, uh, Sheila shows up to give him. Yeah, she's like, hey, I love you. Be safe. Suddenly I love you. Yeah, I yeah. thought you killed my brother, but you didn't. Now you're hot. Yeah, <laughs> and so she gives him the blanket, and he gets all upset, and he's like, get out of my face. And then she goes to walk away. He just sexually assaults her, and she's cool with it. As people are. I mean, it, right. it, it, it's, it's the third part is women are property. Right, right. It's the 2020s, women are property. Yeah, 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 of course. Uh, so Bitches that's, go their place. Yeah, so he grabs her, 
tells her to give him some sugar baby. And, and she gives does. him that sugar yeah, baby. And then they smooch, and he goes off on his mighty quest, which is my least favorite part of this entire goddamn movie. The fucking silly you windmill. Like the, from you the didn't minute, like the, the, the Three Stooges? From the minute he the leaves to the minute he gets back, made this movie something I am not proud I have seen. <laughs> to not say it's not good, I just, it did not resonate with me. So he goes out, noble warrior, even though he doesn't want to do it, um, and immediately gets turned around by the super fast camera. Oh, you forgot about well, the words. You forgot yeah, about yeah. the words. Oh, Cause, cause he, he, he's with uh, Arthur and the wise man, and the wise man's like, okay, you have to go to the cemetery, you have to get the Necronomicon, and then you have to say these words. Which Latu verata nictu. Nicto. Nicto, yeah. It's Clatu and Nicto. Because the very next time he flips him, and, and then he's like, no, no, repeat it again. He's like, I got you, goddamn, you're not good. For I know nothing. the words. Yeah, he doesn't know. He doesn't know. You know it. The minute he says that, you're like, oh, no, they're going to. He's not going to know the words. No. I was looking for the quote. I wanted to know if he called it a and then he just like, and I don't think he does. He, uh, <laughs> but I can't find it. He goes off alone. I'm like, you're supposed to have a party when you go on a quest. Well, no, they said that only he can do the quest, though. Yeah, so if anyone were in his party, they'd have to just die. <laughs> So they, they didn't want to volunteer, but Ted was already shot with a crossbow, and he's now putting on his costume to be a uh, second villager who supports Ash in a later scene, which is 100% true. That is also <laughs> a role he plays. Doesn't he also show up in uh, as Yeah, he's, yes, there is, he's there all over this movie. A lot Ted is in this movie a lot. Like, non-jokingly, there's a lot of Ted in this movie. So that, okay, never mind. We'll get there. Never mind. Sorry. Sorry. I just want to jump to the end, because the end was something I actually liked, but continue. Oh, we'll get there. Oh, yeah, yeah, now yeah, we I just know. have a lot of slapstick. Like, there's so like much. 30 minutes. It, 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 is, expect... it is a 30-minute episode now of, like, the Three Stooges. I yeah. did not expect that much physical humor. It... So, so wait, you hadn't seen this movie before? I've not. Okay. Right. So he's he's running through the woods. He instantly gets turned around by super fast camera. Yeah, there's some Raimi cam. That yeah, chases which him. is awesome. I love Raimi cam scenes. I always thought those were really cool, where it's just running through the woods after him. You know, he falls off his horse, he lands in water, he gets out, he runs, and he goes to a windmill, closes the door and stands in it, like, breaks, you know, assaulted. Just, yeah, really starts hammering the door in, and oh, then, God. no, no, that's then, not the kind of rain we came out, I thought we were getting, it stops, and it goes to, uh, uh, him, it, like, you know, goes to nighttime, dissolves, camera dissolves out, goes to nighttime, and he's stoking the fire, and he looks behind him, and on the mirror, there's a version of him just standing there. And he's like, well, shit, I don't like where this is going. Oh, so I'm not sure if the... Because I think in Evil Dead 2, there was a mirror scene, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I don't think at first... Yeah, yeah. I don't think at first the mirror was actually doing anything different than him. I think he It's just, just standing there. Well, and he's not standing, so it's different. Yeah, yeah, like, he's stoking the fire and the mirror's looking at him. So, okay, my sure. problem with that scene is, at first I just thought it was like another ash like i didn't realize it was right. a mirror right and then he gets up and he breaks it he runs he just bull charges and that like i thought he was charging like some sort of monster look look looked like him and then the mirror broke and i was like oh it's a mirror so it never really registered to me that I was doing the creepy mirror thing that happens in horror movies fair enough that's a good point um, because it's I not uncommon. I was able to tell that pretty easy. It's not uncommon. Yeah, you're a dumb idiot, Craig. Yeah, that's pretty much idiot. what we're saying. No, I'm, I'm with you. I was like, oh, this is weird. And then he charges it. And then he starts looking in all the little... Or he looks, and there's actually... I thought it was a cool scene, right? So he looks in one, and it, it's him, but it's like it like winks at him or some shit. And he throws it down. And then when the camera pans out, you see little full-sized hymns in all of them, just like on the ground, before it starts doing the weird shit. 
I thought that was a cool picture. I was like, oh, that's pretty badass. There's a ton. Until of they start jumping out. Until they start jumping out and go full like modern Charlie and the Chocolate Factory style uh, Oompa Loompas, <laughs> and they just start running around. Yeah, we're gonna get them. Yeah, we're they're gonna just get like little gremlin Bruce Campbells. Yeah, fighting a big Bruce Campbell. Oh, uh, what's the movie where they're in the radiator? The the horror movie uh, from like the late '80s, early '90s. Uh, they're little monsters. They're people, but they live in that walls. And they, like, when the radiator's clinking, that's them, like, running through it. And they end up, the ending's really depressing. They pull the girl down to their... Oh, is this, this was the one that had a, uh, who, who the, the ex-wife of Tom Cruise? Uh, Katie Holmes? Yeah, yeah, and, and I, I don't think it was directed by Del Toro, but I think it was produced by Del Toro. I would believe it, because that movie's freaking, it's, it's like a, it's like a scary movie for kids. It's freaking, no. it's scary. It's just straight up terrifying. Yeah, uh, I think that was like early 2000s. Sleeping. Piper's sleeping outside again. I just love looking at oh, sleeping. Oh, sweetie. But yeah, um, but yeah that, that's what that reminded me of was the little, like, they're, what? To, none of you have seen Yoga Hosers? Nope. No. Shit. Okay, uh, the Bratsies. It's the same size as the Bratsies from that movie, but just these little five-inch tall Bruce Campbells running around just being a nuisance. Poking him in the butt with a with a fire poker, and with some comical sound effects too. Right, and I'm I was surprised there wasn't like the music of like a '50s Hanna Barbera cartoon, like the or some or some Benny Hill. Yeah, any of that would have been great, but no, this scene was funny. It's very slapsticky. At one point, he's like, "Wait, how does he kill the one?" Uh, so fork. Right, forks it. Yep. And then he goes that's to the step... Only one he, that's the only one he kills. Yeah, him. he doesn't kill any Yeah, he's, he's like fee fi fo fumming one of them. Right, he goes to... Ch- oh, no, he, he actually says... He's London he's London London bridges, <laughs> yeah, yeah. as he goes to step on it, it picks up a nail that goes through his foot, and as he screams, they finish the song. <laughs> yeah. like, they, all, like, they all like chant, like, my fair lady, or whatever the yeah. hell. And he falls back, knocks his head out, and that... this You know what? Minor continuity error. Everything's out to kill him. He never finishes off an enemy before being knocked unconscious, and they choose to just well, not so kill they're, him. They're not out to kill him, they're out to fuck with him. I guess that's true. Yeah, they are mostly just mind freaks. Yeah, cause, cause they're Chris he... Angels. A ton of Chris Angels. <laughs> yeah, because when he wakes up, they have him strapped to the ground, and one's about to fucking cannonball into his mouth hole. It does. Not about to. Oh, right, wakes up. And well, I mean, does this the... kind of gives birth to the villain of the movie, too. So. Which I did like. Actually, that... That, yeah, well, what about the time where he drinks boiling water? And right, so, completely unaffected. Well, well, so so he's tied down Gulliver style. If you've ever seen Gulliver's Adventure, Gulliver's Adventure, what is Gulliver's, Gulliver's Travels. Travels. There it is. He's tied Gulliver down from Animal Crossing. Correct. And they, two of them, plug his nostrils so that he has to open his mouth. And a mini ash up on the up on the like shelf is like, Geronimo, and he dives into his gullet and then gets swallowed. And Ash decides. Oh, scalding pot of water? There's no way that could harm me, but it'll kill him. And he chugs it. Yeah, like, it even shows, like, when he goes to grab it with his hand, it burns him. Yeah, it's too hot, but he does it anyways, because he's crazy. <laughs> and uh, I actually thought this was an awesome, like, piece of... Before I get more comical, like... It's a little bit of body horror. Yeah, where it shows the eye on his shoulder. Because, like, it, it, it's it's just, like, opens up. It's like a vagina eye. And then it just starts blinking at him, and he freaks out, and he runs outside, and then you start to notice that it's, it's a head. And then all of a sudden, it's a head and a shoulder, and then all of a sudden, it's basically two guys. And... Although, I do want to say, like, the, the the boiling water thing, that, to me, was very characteristic characteristic of Ash, because it was very similar to how he was when he, like, changed Cut all his, his head. head. Yeah. And all I'm not saying that it doesn't seem like he would try to do, it's just he would die. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's would... just that he would die. <laughs> That's the problem. Uh... 
And well, he already got his, like, face burned on a stove. You have but to understand that he's stuck for some reason. Oh, yeah, reason. that's right. He freaking... Well, have you ever tried to cook a steak? Oh, Ash, Ash basically uh, works like, uh, he, he basically has, if you don't he has two superpowers. Oh, he's an incredibly Christ. good engineer at, like, jury-rigging weapons, and he's a Looney Tune. He has no he can power. Take hits like yeah, a I was about to say, he doesn't have any burn mark on his face after getting stuck to the stove. He has no regard for his own personal well-being. That much is clear. Because it doesn't matter. Because he's a Looney Tune. <laughs> true. True. Okay, I found the script. I'm totally going to find out if this is a whore's blanket. <laughs> it's a whore's blanket. <laughs> I'm not giving up on this, okay? <laughs> I need to know. I need to know. I don't think the word horse actually shows up very much in the script, so you can probably control F that. Um, Fair. That's true, actually. So, yeah, the, 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 well, he looks up this script. They, they do split apart, the, the, the two ashes. Yep. And then we got the bad ash and the good ash. Oh, wait, but while they're not split up, there's the funny, like, poke in the eyes. Like, I'm going to get yeah. you. You're my other head person. So, what bothered me was the evil ash grew up on the left side of the body that had the mechanical hand, but when they split apart into two, it had two real hands while Ash had the mechanical hand. What, you mean there's a continuity error in this movie? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a little bit. Actually, uh, the eye starts growing on his right side. Yeah, it starts growing yeah. on his right, right side. side. then, yeah. Right, left. His perspective is his, different than mine. His, right. chainsaw, his, his, chainsaw, right, yeah. his chainsaw hand is his left hand, I'm pretty yeah. sure. So, it did grow out of the correct side. Because... The eye was on the same side as the robot hand. There. I, I don't get away think, from I don't think it is, though. I think the no, you're right, because he goes to swat at it with his Metal regular one. hand, which is the opposite hand. Does he? Yeah. yeah. Hey, okay. I paid attention. I may not know I, I my rights and lefts. But okay. I do think it is on the correct side. I think when he swats at it is where the error is. Could be. Could be that his hand changes between scenes. Yeah. You, never, you never know. No, I'm... Pretty sure. I give you guys win. I'm not gonna look it up anymore. I couldn't find a script. I could only find like scenes, you know, where it was like. Then Ash arrives. Like there was no actual quote, so I just gave up. Right, two people. Sorry, I distracted everyone with that. Oh no. Okay, so it is his right hand that has the chainsaw arm. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was the left hand that was chainsaw armed. But, uh, so he fights oh, with God. himself. I it's never realized the little, right? like, the little fucking people are on the, the cover. Yeah. Oh, wow, I didn't actually I didn't notice that. that. The little go look fucking up. ashes that are stabbing with the fork are on there. I'm gonna go look on my VH. Oh, uh, worth noting, we watched this in glorious 600p on a CRT TV and a VHS. I feel like that's the way you gotta watch this movie. It definitely benefits from that. <laughs> if I had to see the certain CGI moments on an actual, like, remastered... I would take away from the glory of the 90s campiness. Oh, yeah, it definitely felt well, like it was back in the 90s. Campiness. Well, it's a 91 movie. Yeah, that's, that's, that, that's all I'm saying. It's, but it, it's, it's still the 80s and 91. Right, that's fair. Um, so uh, he's fighting himself. What did we get to on that? He beats. Oh, he's good ash, bad ash. Uh, they pokey, they punch Goody each other. Shoes. Yeah. Goody two shoes. Yeah. Overdoing the sort of like nonsense. And then there's the, the very iconic line where good, bad. I'm the guy with the gun. Right, because he shoots him as he sh- he does. He shoots mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, the the bad ash did not have the gun. Right, so he takes a uh, bad ash, straps him to a table, chops him into pieces with his chinsaw, and then bags him up and buries him. Which actually I thought it really was a really funny scene. Like the the head of evil ash is 
taunting him and telling him, hey, we're going to get you. We're going to get that book. He's on bitch. You're never going to see. Pretty much. And he's just like, oh, what's that? You got something on your face? And he's like, huh, what? And he just shoves dirt and throws a bit. I thought that was great. Have you ever asked that question to DJ if you think that her mother is really, or his mother is really sucking cocks and hell? I ask it like every six months in the group chat. But, you, but has DJ ever responded? I don't remember yeah. if you've ever asked that question. I ask it all the time. Are you doing this to me? I ask it all the time. <laughs> You sons of bitches. But say, on an unrelated note, do you think Pazuzu is lying when he said to Father Karras I think Pazuzu is not lying. Okay. That's what I think. I think it's actually telling the truth. Also, with this scene, it's our second movie in the row that someone has dirt thrown on their mouth buried while they're talking. But not while they're giving a dope-ass monologue. Yeah, and also not for... Ten goddamn minutes just powering through it. Also, this uh, this movie's much easier to keep straight. Right, I understood yeah, because the there's exactly here. one narrative thread, <laughs> yeah. and it goes from start to finish. Uh, so he buries him, then he heads off, and sure enough, has absolutely no trouble getting to the Necrocomicon. The Necrocomicon. <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> Necrocomicon. And then there's three of them. Yeah, and now he's pissed off because he's like, "Well, I would totally there be." Three of them. Yeah, and they're all in very like there's two on fancy platforms and one on just the, the edge. So he starts with the first one. I like this scene too. This scene I actually thought was really cool. He opens up and it turns out it's like a black hole and he starts sucking him in. Does like funny practical effects of like stretching him out and stuff. And he gets sucked in, but he crawls back out and he has the funny like why the long face? face? Yeah. yeah, and he shakes his head. And I thought that was awesome. I thought I thought this whole scene was really. I actually like this a lot. Yeah, actually, really, my favorite part of this scene is when he's, he then goes to, like, the second book, and he's like... Which is the inconspicuous shelf book. It's just, like, out of nothingness. And he's like, uh, uh, you're you're not going to get me with that. He goes over to the third one, and he's like, wait a minute. (laughs) That's what you, it was Princess Bride without the monologue. Yeah. You want me to do that, so you know I do... There's actually some pretty good physical acting from Chris Campbell here. Have you ever seen that guy from Princess Bride in anything other than Princess Bride? Uh, who, uh, uh, the, the, Vicente or Vicente? Yeah, whatever his name is. The, the, he's Inconceivable. Yeah. Yes. He's he in a lot of yeah, them. Yeah. Sean. Yeah, I, the only thing I can think of is, is he shows up in fucking Gossip Girl, and all I can say is that yeah, we can see boys all the time. Yeah, he's the dad. Yeah, 100%. That would be probably the first thing I'd go to, too, but I have seen him elsewhere. Uh, but yeah, so he, uh, you know, not the one on the shelf, the one on the pedestal. Wait a minute. Nope, back to the shelf, and he goes to grab it, and it's the monster book from Harry Potter. Yeah, it bites him. Yeah, yeah, it bites his hand, and he shakes it, it, it and tosses it. starts flying around like a bat. They clearly ran out of CGI budget, so they used the exact same scene to show it thrown away twice, <laughs> where it flies back to him. Yep, yep. And then he beats it by just putting it down. I think he whacks it, and it just he, falls back down. He's like, like, I'm smacks. tired now. Yeah. Which He's is just fair. like, you stay. <laughs> Which is fair, because they're mostly just to mess with him. Like, he crawled out of the black hole, and, you know, he, it didn't try to suck him up anymore, mm-hmm. so I'm like, all right, cool. And then he grabs the actual Necrocomicon. Wait, he first has to say the words. Right. Uh, uh, Verata, um... <laughs> yeah, he gets the first, he goes, Kletu, Verata, Necktie. Nocturne, Necto. It's an N-word. And then he tries to cough his way to, like, totally circumvent the joke, and it didn't work. As soon as he picks it up, like a storm approaches and people back in town are getting struck by lightning. Gravestones start launching out of the ground. Yeah, really. I said the words. And then he decides, I'm going to run for it. And all these, this was the, this was where the slapstick started to really fall for me. Okay, I actually kind of loved this. Oh, I know. I knew somebody. Everyone does. So just to be clear, and that was the first thing Patrick said to me. I might be the only person who 
hates the movie. I mean, everybody either loves it or it's like a fun movie, whatever. I straight up don't like it. I totally understand I'm in the minority. I'm not trying to break it down and say people shouldn't watch it. It's a great movie for whatever you want, but it did not work um, for me. I actually, like, so upon watching it again, I think a lot of the love for the movie comes from the nostalgia of watching the movie. Like Probably definitely. Because I, I, I do feel like you show this movie to someone who's never seen it before, they're probably not going to like it. They're going to be like, this is stupid. And it also, it also would scratch the itch of the comedy from Evil Dead too, mm-hmm. and the ending of leaving him in the past. It does scratch the itch of how insane that is. So that's fine. But in this scene, it's like little bone hands that you can buy from the dollar store grabbing onto his legs. He falls down. They they're all start grabbing his body. Like fucking with him. They start poking him in the eyes. He starts blocking him yeah, with like the... They fish hook him. They, they shove it up his nose. Well, that's, that, that's the part I really actually liked about this because he realizes partway through that he's in a Three Stooges bit and they're going to do the eye poke. They're going to mess with him. So right? he blocks the eye poke and then... They poke him from the side. Yeah, two of them come in from the sides and poke him anyway. <laughs> And they're just goofing him around. There's a lot. I mean, this lad, he gets punched by a bunch of ram skulls. At one point, he looks up and he's like, oh, no. And like eight of them punch him at once. And he's yeah. like, oh, you got me. And then he just gets up and runs away. I mean, like, they weren't enough to hold him. They were just there to mess with him, which is the theme. He's just being fucked with. Mm-hmm. Occasionally, there's actual life threat. But mostly, it's just like the, the monster knows when to just start goofing. Well, that's, that's the thing. Because it turns out that by fucking up the words, he's allowed the army of darkness, the titular army of darkness, right. to rise. Right. And they pretty much knew he was not going to be smart enough to not say the words. Right. So and this is exactly what they wanted him to do. And you also get, so when he gets up and starts running back, he gets on his horse and goes back to the kingdom, you get the arisal. Yeah, uh, lightning strikes the grave, that little like grave marker he put down. And banish. He, and he pops up and just like reassembles. Yep. And, but way uglier. Mm-hmm. And so, he's like, I'll get you. My huge whole problem with the plot at this point mm-hmm. is the fact that there is this whole thing the promised one he'll come it'll save us from the deadites mm-hmm. and now we have the army of darkness which was summoned by ash right so it's his fault it's there in the first place yep. so really the rest of the movie is him just cleaning up the mess he made it's indiana and Jones. then Deadites are still around, and he doesn't solve anything as the promised person was supposed to do. Well, yeah, that's kind of the point. Ash is actually not... Uh, Ash is actually kind of a piece of shit. Yeah, it's Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. The Nazis would have found would have never found the goblet, and if they did, it would have killed him anyways, so the whole movie made no sense, and we shouldn't have watched it. But <laughs> Indy has to have fun, so go do your thing, Indy. Ruin that movie. For that movie's me. terrible. That's <laughs> why. Meaning you've never seen the movie, or meaning that no, I've seen that I mean, movie that, so many so, times. So you're saying that oversimplification of the movie just ruined it for you? Yeah, I, I didn't realize. Watch, that. watch the movie again. If Indy never left his house, the entire movie doesn't happen, and no. Well, that, that's also the entire premise of every John Dies Den book. If they right, never left their house, yeah. But John Dies makes that the point, though. John yes. Dies like, hey, you idiot. This movie's like Indy's a hero, and we're gonna go on an adventure. Really, you should have just left it alone. Because he has all the clues in yeah. his book. Yeah. And he solves it all. Yeah. And he gave the Nazis what they wanted, which ended up just, you know, with the face melt. Yeah. Stuff. It's all just a big... Back to Evil Dead. This movie's a little bit 50-50 on whether Ash is a hero or Ash is a dude. And it always and has it, been. And, you know, Evil Dead never showed him as the good guy. He usually won... He's not the good guy. He's, he's not the hero, but he's not the loser. Right. He just happens to keep doing enough to not die. And that's cool. I'm cool with that. I like that. Um, and he gets back to the kingdom, and instantly they're like, 
you fool! You didn't say the words right. And he's I like, basically I, said yeah, them. I basically. <laughs> Maybe not every little syllable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he's just like, we had a deal. You send me back. And then Sheila's like, you said you'd help us. I thought you would, but you're not gonna. I still, no, she, she says she still believes in that. Right. And then she runs away and calls him a coward, which really just strikes a nerve. Never call him a cheap, 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 to be fair, I think if someone called me a coward in a situation, I might try to be a little overly machismo. You yeah, are, you coward. Well, you are. Oh, you Iota. Because they they say like, okay, yeah, we can we can just send you back. That was the deal. But like, as soon as they do that and they all start turning away from him, all disappointed, you can already start to tell that he's like, ah. And they're all gonna die if he, if they do that. I'm gonna have. To, I'm gonna. Have to start I don't. I, so I don't think he die. cares about them all dying. I think he cares about them all dying, thinking he's a shithead. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Fair. True. Uh, so he's like, fine, what are we going to do? We'll start defending. And the guy's like, but we can't do it. And he's like, oh, we're going to work with Henry. Well, so, so first, first, a, uh, a little deadite bat thing comes in and steals Oh, Sheila. gosh, yeah, right when she yep. goes to run away. A weird, has boobies, creepy face, flying deadite bat. And we don't see it again. Nope, just picks her up and flies away. That's all you need. It would have been nice to have that during the, the, the final battle. <laughs> yeah, you'd think yeah. that would help. Yeah, it, it, just, it just drops Sheila off at Bad Ash, and then Bad Ash starts getting a little rapey. He sexually assaults her. Any Ash is going to sexually assault any Sheila. It's just a fact. Uh, it's the 1300s. Which <laughs> turns her into a deadite. But, like, the like weird, uh, we've seen this, it's it's actually very reminiscent of, like, the very first Evil Dead Deadite, where the girl just goes pale, with red around her eyes, like, just a creepy... It's very similar, yeah, it's very it similar to like, his girlfriend. Almost like Bride of Frankenstein looking. Yeah. So I liked that, that they didn't go full, like, you know, like, wrinkled skin and scars and shit. They were like, no, this is just kind of a possession, not a... I think in Ash vs. Evil Dead, they do establish that it is like a possession and they can kind of like, they, they can still live after being like... Yeah, you can unpossess. Yeah. yeah. So, a power of Christ compels you and all. Uh, which I... They don't use Jesus at all in any of the Evil oh, Dead no. stuff. Do, um, do, in Ash vs. Evil Dead, do they ever touch that? No. Oh, it's just purely a weird demon they thing. They use like shamanistic stuff at some point. That's cool. Yeah, there is some shaman stuff. Yeah, no, I'm totally fine with that. Um, so, it takes her back, gets all raped, and at this point, it's actually, I thought this was funny. It's just like... So he can summon the army of darkness, but in order to do so, they have to dig them all. Dig everyone up. So yeah. the minute a skeleton gets out the ground, they're like, "Take out your shovel. shovel! Like, come on!" Stop. Welcome to the back of the living. Welcome back to the world of the living. I grab the, a shovel. And yeah, start the digging. skeletons are all like stop motion animated, and you they they're they're given like the air, the the gravitas of. The song "Spooky Scary Skeletons." Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> you think that might start playing? In but the what's with the skeletons? We're part of it. <laughs> That's what it felt like. But this was my first. No, oh, my and first. that brings us up to our next hall, our next week, where I'm just gonna play David Pumpkins. And yeah. We're gonna review over David Pumpkins and over. Well, there is like a Mini there is it's not like a feature length animated David Pumpkins uh, movie. It's not feature length. It's like a. 15 minute cartoon. Okay, it's a lot. Oh, there is one? Yeah, it, it was another, I think it was another SNL like, like yeah. animated short or something that they I did. I love that. I would watch that. But, uh, but this was where I was actually getting very excited about this uh, in a way because I'm like, oh, there's going to be a really hilarious, like, stop motion, CGI, silly looking skeleton fight army, and that's going to be cool. But really, is... it was like 10% weird CGI skeletons, and then like 90% people in like, the morph suits that just have bones on them. In, like, zombie suits, yeah. yeah you can't... Well, because they do show that not all the skeletons are actually skeletons. They're, like, some, right. like, some flesh. They, so they, they haven't composed all the way, yeah. decomposed all the way. 
Um, and that was fine. So, that, you know, they charge. And this is where we get the cool uh, montage training scene of Ash. Like, Well, yeah. So so they think Ash is going to go back. You know, he's going to be a shithead and go back. But then he arises from the... Uh, Arise, the, chicken. You know, he's on the ramparts. And uh, he fires his boomstick. He's like, all right, we're going to fight them. Who's with me? And Ted Raimi's with him. You have Ted Raimi's axe. <laughs> yeah. And it, it's like the fucking Lord of the Rings with like, you have my bow. And my axe. Yeah, pretty much. And they're all That's like, actually the only thing they don't say from Lord of the Rings thing is my axe. Someone does say you have, have my, my bow. You have my sword. You have my sword. You have my... Uh, but they're like, there's not enough people. And he's like, well, guess what? Go go get for... Uh, Henry the Red. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He also makes them let Henry go when he's intimidating them early. Yeah, so. wait a minute. I said that. Yeah. yeah. And he's yeah, like, okay. get yeah. the hell out of here. Because we totally have to have a... a, a... Battle of Helm's Deep scene where yeah. oh no everything's going bad oh yeah but this is well before in. that movie so True. yeah, yeah. way so to go much Peter stuff Jackson is stealing from this movie Mulan Sam Raimi films a lot in New Zealand yeah Peter Jackson is from New Zealand it all adds well, up come on now we know what's going on jokes uh, I knew Peter Jackson's actually in this movie well that's we, where he got the idea for Lord of the Rings from it wasn't J.R.R. Tolkien's idea yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Peter Jackson's first movie ever was like a really shitty horror movie, and I can't remember what it's called. It's like The Sludge. Are you talking or some about shit? The Frighteners? Because The Frighteners is amazing. No, it's not that. I think he did say he doesn't like The Frighteners, or you haven't seen The Frighteners. I haven't seen The Frighteners. He made a really, really, really low grade, like D grade horror movie. Maybe The Frighteners should be your movie. I haven't. I still haven't technically chosen. <laughs> we won't know till. Yeah, next I'm not, not going to announce it. Uh, but, anyways, the, 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 what Craig said earlier, all of a sudden, Ash knows, like, Sword techniques, he knows how to fight with a bow, he's a military strategist of the utmost caliber. Yeah, we see them, they they, they, uh, they wheel his car in. Yep, they go into and, the trunk and yeah, find yeah. a chemistry book. And a bottle of Coke. And a bottle of cocaine. <laughs> and they, no, Coca-Cola. And he opens the book and it just shows like, and Explosives. Oh, two. Yeah, <laughs> like random. It actually just says explosives. <laughs> yeah, the explosives <laughs> chapter. It was bookmarked. Uh, it was bookmarked. Yes. Yeah, he like flip over and pulls like a little... Piece of paper. You know, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt that because he's so good at random building of shit, he would like make note to himself of like, I'd like to build dynamite one day. <laughs> like that would be a fun thing to do. And then yeah. all of a sudden, this happens. I would like to turn my car into a death machine. Well, that, that would be different. a fun thing to do. So yeah, we see him with the blacksmith like pulling the engine block out of the car and stuff, fixing everything. He knows how to like wheel, like completely form anything he wants. Actually, that that's not the stuff that gets me. Building the car into a super tank—that's fine. That's within his power set. Sure. Building the building bombs to make dynamite arrows—that's within his power sure. set. How does he know how to use a spear? <laughs> in a really cool. <laughs> that's, like, that's the one yeah, that like, gets it, me. It, it, I, it's not even a joke. It is the like the the exact like, choreography that they do in Mulan. Yeah, the, it's a hundred. Yeah, and which is like better than all of these other guys who like would exclusively fight with spears. And able to teach them all spear fighting. What it reminded me of, because uh, I didn't think of Mulan, but. And that's probably, like, a very basic technique, and that's why, but whatever. Yeah, probably. Was, it reminded me of a 300. Like, the Spartans, like, getting in line with spears, like, we're gonna do this together, sort of a thing. And that was corny, and he sets them all up, and he gets the archers going, everyone's ready, and then you get your Helm's Deep scene of charging of the Deadites and blowing them up with arrows. Someone else talk about it. It was ridiculous. (laughs) That was just a big fight scene. I I actually liked the fight scene a lot. Um, I thought that you could do this, you know... It's a 30-minute fight scene. Oh, gosh. It's the entire third act. That's crazy. Like, when when, when when he's going to fight the Army of Darkness, they're going to spend a lot of movie fighting the Army of Darkness. So they're fighting, and that's all cool, and there's lots of death, and and they're blowing them up, and they're, like, charging the game. They have dynamite arrows. Which are pretty cool, and he's like, hold... 
Torch boy. Torch boy. Yeah, Torch boy. Yeah, you actually see everyone like, like, is he, is he gonna let us fire this before they explode in our head? Because it gets all the way to the yeah. end. Um, and the army's falling, and then you get like two scenes of as they're doing stuff. Evil Ash just goes, then it goes back, and they get through the door, and he goes. And I was like, "Why are you showing me this? Yeah, he, say he something." Does like, the, uh, the 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 Xena the Xena work? He cry. does do the Xena work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. When they Which, break through the door, this movie is definitely pre-Xena. So yeah, yeah, uh, it's silly. And Sam then, Raimi, you uh, you innovator. He does. He knows how to do what he wants to do. If it wasn't for Sam Raimi, you wouldn't have the Battle of Helm's Deep. Nope. Wouldn't have Mulan. Wouldn't have Mulan. <laughs> wouldn't have Xena. Or Hercules. I don't even think those stories existed in ancient lore. No, they, 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 yeah, <laughs> yeah. So the... <laughs> I don't think Zeno was in Greek myth at the very least. No, yeah. There you go. So they they start, and you get a really nice fight scene. The goal is get the the ne- yeah, Everyone is protecting the book. Yep, and they're like, no, we're going to get it. And it's 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 actually pretty. Anything that's not involving Ash is actually a pretty decent fight scene of swords being swung and people dying. I, mean, actually, I, don't, I don't think the fight scene with Ash is bad either. They're so... Yeah, aggra- it's, it's a cool swashbuckling sword fight scene. It's, yeah, but like in the slowest way. It's like, ah, cling, ah, cling. Well, hey, we all learned well, that, that. That's kind of because it's, he's fighting a stop-motion monster. Well, of course. <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm not blaming... Uh, you have to do that, but also it's like, okay, that guy's not actually a good sword fighter. You have limitations on all these people's physical abilities. You have limitations on your CGI. Why not just maybe, like, slim it down or make it more, like, blunt, like, punching and stuff? Punch fight scenes with Ash are fine because he's just a dude punching the shit out of someone. But to try to do the swashbuckle angle and then have it be slowed down to a point of, like... Well, it's all campy. Actually, I shouldn't even... Because that's the movie. It's campy. It's fine. But it's hey, fine. we all learned that Ash invented dual-wielding. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he did. He fights off two people at once, then fights one guy with also two swords, which is Evil Him at once. And then Evil Him, yeah, Evil Him has two swords at some point. Yeah. They both have two swords. And they're just swinging and, and beating the and shit out of him. he lights fire. Yeah, he puts the torch right to his face and kicks him off the edge, but he doesn't go all the way off the edge. He gets back up, and now he's got a cool skull face. With eyes. Right, right. Oh, we also forgot about the scenes where he totally beats up his girlfriend a lot. Oh, oh yeah, he, he does stab his girlfriend. Well, through. oh, so he's driving oh, his car. We completely got past. We yeah. completely overlooked the car. So oh, I, <laughs> I legitimately thought, right? So when I said that at the very beginning, they're not going to use the car. I was like, they're not going to use the car. When they show it pulled in and they're gutting it, I was like, oh, he's going to make like weapons and armor and shit. They're not going to use the car. But then they use the goddamn car with battering ram. He's got his gun up on top like a turret thing so he can see everything while he's driving it from. Uh, it's got a windmill of blades to knock shit out. And he's just driving it willy-nilly throughout the kingdom. They yeah. use the hell out of the car. They and then do. they explode it. Well, so yeah, cool. because standing in the in the road is his girlfriend. Normal Sheila, not yeah. creepy Sheila. And he's like, oh, I gotta, gotta ghost ride the whip over here. And he jumps out and it explodes and then it and turns just, out. And she just walks away. Yeah, and then she comes back flying through the air to attack him and beat the shit out of him, and he tosses her off the edge. Into the pit. Into the pit. Oh, right, into the pit, and which she jumps out of and continues to beat the shit out of him. Well, no, no, that's later, that's later. later when right, he's right. fighting Evil Ash, right. and then he's like, I'm going to stop him from getting the book, and then she... Doesn't loves. he impale her in yeah, that he part? Yeah, he stabs her, her through, like, through the stomach and hooks her over the edge again. Yep. Maybe you got real ugly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's his one-liner there. The dialogue in this movie is just... It's pretty much one-liner. It's one-liner. It's bottom-to-top garbage. But anyways... <laughs> uh, Except for anything about Esmart. 
Right. Those are actually really funny how he incorporates his like training and salesman <laughs> techniques. I thought that was nice. That was really fun. Um, but he keeps fighting evil him and he actually ends up getting the book to which when they knock the torch out of his hand, it's lighting a fuse on a catapult that has a big ass bag of dynamite. So as they're fighting, Ash gets thrown off the edge. He has the book and he jumps down and he's on top of the bag on the catapult and he's got the book in one hand and Ash reaches over and grabs a scimitar and says some other one line, like you're going for a ride or enjoy the ride. Yeah, something or, like have a nice trip. Yeah, see you next fall. Something like <laughs> yeah, that. He, he, he chops off his hand and then he chops the, and the catapult launches him. He's just kind of like sitting on the bag as he like no, spins through the air. This was what I thought. Had, like, okay, we've gotten our slapstick. We've got our three stooges. Sure. Why is it that when you go to launch him via the catapult, you have his skull open up and a train whistle. Yeah. And he's like, oh no! <laughs> Launches through the air and gets exploded. Well, if Ash is a Looney Tune, shouldn't Evil Ash also be a Looney Tune? <laughs> Wily Coyote? Yeah. Sure. Why also, not? some point before then, uh, Henry the Red shows up with his men. And oh, and they get excited, yeah. right? Gandalf shows up with, with the, the whole crew to come down in and clean them all up. Yeah. So... The battle is won because they, they kill the one general and everyone else just starts retreating. But then we have a standoff. Yeah, when you kill the boss, all the enemies go away. But then the, there's a standoff between Harry the Red and uh, Arthur's men. Right, and they're like, what are we going to do? And then they have the scene where the, the Scots and the Irish meet in uh, Braveheart. Correct, yeah, and then they all do each other's But this is before things. Braveheart. What? Yet another piece. Mel Gibson, you piece of shit. I'm pretty close to Braveheart, though. I think Braveheart's 95. And it's, it's early set 90s. in the same time period. Oh my god. Mel Gibson, you Mel. piece of shit. Wasn't we thought the, you were cool. Wasn't that Mel's first written movie? <laughs> yeah, that's what he did that made us think he wasn't cool. Yeah. Is Sam Jewish? Yeah, Braver 95. Oh, I, I don't know. Because if Sam Raimi was Jewish, it would totally make sense that Mel would go after him and steal his stuff. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Mel's a terrible person. Um, or if you're Jewish. Right. I uh, Wait, wasn't he also... There was one other thing he said that was super racist. Uh, he like had a complete... Like, like, freak out on the phone like with his wife, didn't he? Something like that, yeah. And about literally blaming every race that wasn't a white thing. Was that the one where he said he hoped to get raped by a... Yeah, yeah, yeah that's what... That get get raped that. by an N-word? Yeah, classic Mel, am I right? Nikto. Yeah, get Nick-do. raped by Nikto. Yeah, right. He totally deserves to come back to Hollywood, and people should definitely... Did you see the interview he did when he came out with it? It was, like, Revival, where he had his action movie that was well-reviewed, and he's in an interview, and the, the guy's like... So, how does it feel to, uh, you know, be back and, and be back on top after your controversy? And Mel's like, what, what are you talking about? Sam Raimi is Jewish. I oh. knew it! Yeah. So, <laughs> so, and he's like, what are, you, what are you talking about? He's like, well, when you had that, when you, you were saying that thing about, he's like, say, when I was saying what? When I was saying what? And the guy's like, well, I'm not going to repeat. And he's like, yeah, exactly. Continue with the interview. <laughs> and like, was Mel Gibson. What a guy. Anyways, um, yeah, you get the showdown to which uh, Aaron, what was the guy's name? King Arthur. 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 Of course Aaron. it was Arthur. Yeah, Aaron. Aaron. Ar- I was actually thinking like Aaron from Game Grumps, like A-R-I-N. Uh, Aaron, Aaron, I'm going to call him Aaron. Aaron and uh, Henry jump off their horses and hug it out, bitch. Clearly everything's totally cool. down hug. Yeah, it's a cool down hug. I'm sorry I killed tons of your people, and I'm sorry you killed tons of mine, but yeah. like, we survived. Maybe Sheila's brother came back in the battle. Don't worry He's totally it. there, yeah. Yeah, yeah he's a skeleton. <laughs> One of the skeletons yeah. that got dynamited. Yeah. That's a, no, he's the skeleton that at the very end was like, retreat! Which, by the way, it doesn't rid the world of deadites. They just run away. 
Like, they still exist. Well, yeah, there wouldn't be Ash vs. Evil Dead if there were still not Deadites. True. Well, that's worked by the ending of him mispronouncing the thing again. But, like, in this time, it was good. But, so, they work out, and he gets to kiss Sheila, and then he's like, all right, we can send you back. Remember to say the words. Yeah, they make him a potion that when he drinks it, he says the words, it'll send him back to his time. He'll go to sleep and wake up. Yeah, and so now the the final scene is he's back at S-Mart telling the story of him versus the Army of Darkness. To? Ted Raimi. Ted (laughs) Raimi. This is the third actual Ted Raimi role that is noticeable where we're not joking about it being Ted Raimi. Yeah. And that's really cool. And this, one, yeah, this, this is the most noticeable because it's just three, three Ted's in the same movie. That's true. Like, this is the first time in one of these the, movies that it's just been Ted not wearing a costume or makeup. And or also wearing a costume. <laughs> he and still has to fulfill his brotherly duties. Also okay. Halloween in July. Three. Yeah. Season of the Ted. Three. Though a lot of the slapstick scenes had closes up on Bruce's face. So I think this might have been Revenge of the Ted, where he's like, okay, Bruce, this time you get to do this shit. Let me be a smart aleck to you. Uh, I wonder if Ted was any of the stand-in Bruce's. Like, when there's the mini... uh, So I was asking if he was actually billed as a shemp at all in this. Uh, We didn't check for the shemps. Yeah, because when he... I bet he was. Mini Bruce's, they didn't even try to, like, duplicate footage or anything. They just straight up used people dressed like Bruce and called it a day. Uh, he He had to have been one of them. But, um, yeah, he's telling a story, and then the girlfriend's like, hey, you know that story about how you could have been King King? It's hot. It's real hot. And then all of a sudden, old lady becomes a deadite. Yeah, because he didn't say the words. Okay. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. he... Uh, the, the, the joke they he say basically said, he said the basically. Yeah, yeah, basically. Not every little syllable. And then she gets her, I'll eat your soul. Swallow your soul. Swallow your soul. And then he... Whoop, is She's about to kill the girlfriend, and he's in the... He, he gets... He gets they throw Ted Raimi across the room. Yep, walk him. And then he's in the sports department, and he gets action, uh, access to a bolt-action Remington, to which he... It's a it's a bolt-action. They max out at, like, six. Yeah. And he just freaking... Pa, 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 pa. About 30 times. Also, the most egregious action scene ever, he throws it into the air to jump forward like a foot, catch it <laughs> yeah, on a was car. No, there was no reason to throw the gun. <laughs> no, but he does it anyways. Shoots the shit out of that thing. Um, kills it by just shoosting it to death. Yeah. Everybody in the store is like, what? And then, he, what does he say to her? He says something. Give me some sugar, baby. Give me some oh, sugar. No, that's Hail to the King, king baby. baby. Hail to the King, baby. And he smooches her and end of movie. So and, Kevin hated it. I didn't... I hated it. I hated <laughs> it so much. But that's fine. Uh, we'll, we'll do our, our, our usual things because I did manage to save... Um, I did manage to save the Rotten Tomatoes. We're going to give our personal scores and then we'll do our final thoughts slash wrap-ups. Uh, just as our as our go, so we'll do the Rotten Tomatoes. We'll bang that out. Um, what are you gonna give it? I'm not sure if it has a critic score or not, but if it's, it's got to have a critic score. Well, right? well one and two did, so people would. Okay, call yeah. it up. So if yeah. it has a critic score, I'm gonna say it's critically a 56, and it's gonna be a fan of like a 85. Okay. Okay. I will say critic 48 and. Wow. Fan 79. Okay. Um, DJ says, critic 100, fan 100. <laughs> and if you don't, you're wrong. <laughs> fans, will, fans will probably be high, somewhere in the 80s, probably. Yeah. Critics, probably, I don't know, 60. All right, I'm going to guess that, because Evil Dead, the first one, remember, I hated that movie, too. It grew on me after the fact, but I hated that movie in the recording. And I thought it was going to have a much lower score, despite being a classic. I'm going to give this the benefit of the doubt of a much higher score as well. Like, because Evil Dead 1 ended up being, what, like a 92 or some shit? And I gave yeah, it and Evil Dead 2 was also up there. Well, Evil Dead 2 is awesome, so that's fair. 
but Evil Dead won it. So I'm gonna give it like critically like an like an eighty six. And I'm gonna say fans no no, I'm gonna come down on that. Eighty one. And I say fans lost their nut and gave it like a ninety three. Okay. I'm going high on both despite my maybe I'm overcorrecting because I think I'm being too harsh on it. Alright. I didn't want to search it just in case. because The I fan was... score would have definitely had the benefit of hindsight, too. They would have been, like, True. back on this. But, but critics, Rotten Tomato does take critics from the time as well. So. I, I have never heard anyone say they flat out didn't like Army of Darkness. Either they haven't seen it or they loved it, as far as I knew. So I was being generous, but... Tomato meter, 73. Right. I, don't, so I, said, I said 56, you said 40-something. You said 60-something, and I said 81, 82. So you're closest. No, you said... 60. Oh, straight 60? I thought it was... Okay. So then, yeah, I'm closest. And then the audience score of 87, I was too I high. I said 85. Yeah, I was way too high. And you said 80-something I think I well. said 85. And then you said... Because these are the copycat. 79. All right. So you guys win the audience. I win the tomato. But that's lower than I thought it was going to be. Um, what was Evil Dead 1 into again? I have to know. Okay, so what's your personal score while I'm looking this up? Um, So I remember this We do movie... 1 to 10, or have we been doing... It's 1 to 10. Yeah, we've been yeah. doing 1 to 10. So I remember this movie way more fondly than I liked it watching it again. Okay. Because I, I hadn't watched this movie probably since I was 11, maybe? That might have been when I watched mm-hmm. it last. Okay. And I remember it being like... Yeah, the... a 95 for the first and a 97 for the second. Yeah, so I remember this movie being like one of the best things I ever saw when I was like 11. Right. I could imagine as a kid it would be very fun. Oh, yeah. Like it would Great be hilarious and just, mm-hmm. yeah. Not scary. By the way... We talked about this. This is not a horror movie. Not a horror movie. I know it's technically... We even talked about it last year saying, like, we, we were kind of on the fence about doing right. this for Halloween. But we had to. I would say it is a very Halloween-spirited right. movie, though, mm-hmm. so... But for people who are like, hey, you know, can't show kids, you know, freaking zombie evil dead movies, like, no, straight up. Great for kids. He does say the fuck word once. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. If your kid hasn't heard that before, you're a wasp. But you can get away with one fuck word for in a PG-13. True. True. All right. Um, I, I'd probably give it, like, a, a six. Okay, that's not bad. I mean, I'm giving it some hindsight. Uh, fa- like, I, I remember it very fondly. Right. I'd give it a 3.5. Wow. Like, okay. I can sit down and watch it all the way through, but... Uh, you're, not, you're not gonna choose to do it again. Yeah, like like if someone said, "Hey, I, I haven't seen this movie. I want to watch." You'll be like, okay. I'll watch it with you, but I'm not gonna be happy about it. I'd like, probably tell them to just watch it. If, <laughs> if right, I had it. just not watched it, right. eh, nothing would really be different. It hasn't really impacted me with anything. Yeah. And that's kind of like what I was saying was I feel like you show this movie to someone now who has never seen the movie before, they're not gonna resonate with it at all. Like it definitely had that nostalgic feel of watching something from yeah. the '90s. But if I go back and I look, watch things from when I was a kid, like, if I was like, yeah, if I was 11, I'd enjoy this, but as an adult, I'm like, eh. Yeah. Like, yeah, uh, Bruce was good at it, some it, point. It's, it's the reason time. why the movie has a cult following. It isn't considered like a... Uh, That's true. It is you know, a cult movie. It's yeah. not a classic. Like you know, there, there's people that love right. Dude, Where's My Car? And that movie's yeah, also those people are terrible. the worst. <laughs> but that movie's considered a cult I classic, know. too. And I love plenty of those shitty comedies, but Dude's like my life. What would what, what I give Bleeders? Because it's definitely be- better than Bleeders. I don't remember what you gave Bleeders. I think you gave it either a 2 or a 3. Yeah. yeah. So I would like say 3.54. Like, that's okay, definitely okay. higher okay. than Bleeders for yeah. you, yeah. Kevin gave Bleeders a 12. I did give it a 12. No, I think I gave it a 5, right? I, didn't I say yeah. exactly? Yeah, I think you gave it a... It, it is exactly a movie. Yeah, I would watch it for fun, but yeah. Anyways. So 
I wanted to I want to start by saying that uh, on hindsight, I actually do think better of the lighthouse, and it'd probably be an eight or nine if you asked oh, me to rate it. Oh, we should have talked about that at the top. Me and you were talking about that. I agree fully. I would maybe up my rating on the lighthouse. Yeah. So I, I wanted to get that out of the way. So if someone's trying to see what my previous ratings are to establish a sense of scale, right, on how I view movies. So yeah, night, lighthouse would probably be like a solid nine now if I had to. Yeah. Upon thinking about it, because I think that was a very good movie. Um, for this, I'd probably go with about a seven. Okay. Um, this, uh, so a lot of it, I think, like, I agree with Jake as a kid. There's a lot of it that works really well. Cause you're like, maybe you've seen a horror movie and you're like, I, I, I get an idea of what a horror movie is supposed to be. And just throwing all this like slapstick Looney Tunes comedy into a horror movie. It was just like, wow. But well, well, no one thing to remember is me and DJ, our parents gave us the entire Nightmare on Elm Street, like series when we were like six right so before we'd seen this we'd already seen like a lot of nightmare on elm street legit friday the 13th my, my, my parents had no regard for uh the rating system <laughs> censorship's for the birds i totally i've said that a million times let your kids see what they want just teach them what's right and wrong so the idea of taking that and making it a goofball comedy was at the time for me like yeah this yeah. this is the shit but i'm going to even freely admit that a lot of this movie like a lot of it doesn't age well. Like, taking Ash seriously as a badass action hero doesn't quite age well. He it doesn't, doesn't work out well, yeah. It doesn't... And even, even in especially this movie, they now, don't do it half the time. I'd say but, especially now with how much of a joke they kind of make him in Ash vs. Evil Dead. Which I think is the right play. Mm-hmm. Right. And they, they do it, like, half the time in this movie, but other half of the time you're supposed to be like, this guy's a badass. Yeah, he's but, got it under control. And in those moments, I'm just like, but yeah, but is he, though? Right. Like, he's definitely the 80s idea of what a badass would be, but it doesn't quite translate over to what the modern-day ideal of that would be. So. Right. And, uh, again, you, uh, like, as you mentioned, sometimes the jokes are a little played out, and sometimes uh, it's a simple movie, it's a popcorn movie. Yeah. 7 out of 10. I, I want to point out that DJ basically did exactly what you hated about the Mario Sunshine thing. He was like, this is everything that's wrong with the movie. <laughs> 4 out of 5. <laughs> I do hate Mario Sunshine. <laughs> Um, 7 out of 10 is not a bad rating, but it's not, like, a ringing endorsement either. Right. I I would give it... So, I actually would watch Bleeders before I'd watch this movie again. Mostly because it had... Like, the same reason... I I think... I I kind of... I understand where you're coming from, because Bleeders we watched as a group, and we were able to riff on it. Right. It's like This movie, you, you can't really even riff like on it. It's like why Jimmy it's, watches... Because it's kind of riffing on itself. Yeah, because when yeah. a movie doesn't take itself seriously, it... You can't really, you know, make fun of it for that because that's it's already making fun of itself. But a movie like Bleeders is trying to take itself seriously. And you're like, and oh, you're like, come on, this is crazy. Yeah. It's like why people watch The Room so much, and I rage well, about that all the time. Yeah, if you try to if you try to do serious and you fall short, it some tends to end in comedy. If you try right. to do comedy and you fall short, it tends to just be boring. Right. So so I, I or what worse, cringe cringeworthy. I will say the things I liked about them. Oh wait, I'll do that for final thoughts. My rating straight up. I wish I remembered what I gave the first Evil Dead because I actually like the first Evil Dead more than this one in retrospect. This is my least favorite of the trilogy, um, and I'm gonna—I'll give it a two. I'm—I'm I'm never gonna watch this movie again. I don't care if I—if if a friend came up to me and was like, "Hey, you guys want to watch the movies? I've never seen Army of Darkness. Let's watch that. Like, watch that on your own. Let's do something else. Like, no, <laughs> let's watch something else." I—I I, I didn't enjoy. Well, you kind of did the opposite of the Mario Sunshine because, like, scene for scene, you were like, oh, this is a good scene. So I, I do like want to I I like talk about what I end, liked like, in the mm. final thoughts. I do want to talk about that because the things I hated dramatically outweigh it. Okay. Um, so we'll start with final thoughts, continue around the circle. 
And I've basically said it the whole time where this, I remember this movie way more fondly and because of that, I enjoy it more. Yeah. So I, I, I do get enjoyment out of it, but I also like watching it as an adult, I'm like, watching it as an adult with other people, like, ooh, this is something that someone's not going to find funny. This is something that someone's going to be like, and you, you almost watch it like self-consciously, like you're like, mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't really want to like <laughs> enjoy this where I can feel the people around me not enjoying it. Fair. Uh, I think I, if I did have that nostalgia feel, I would probably give it a higher score, but it is my first time watching right. it, and it is kind of a bit dated. I don't hate it as much as you do. It, right. There's never anything that was, like, really egregiously, like, bad to me. Like, like, like gun uh, came out of nowhere. And, like, even, even <laughs> like, the, the, the mini ashes that I was like, oh, I get what they're going for. Yeah. But to me, it was just... Meh. Yeah. Like, it never, it didn't, like, really get anything out of me. Okay. It's also, like, an aggressive genre swap from the other two. Yeah. Oh, a very aggressive genre That's swap. That might be why I hate it so much, because two was, like, the perfect balance for me. It was, like, the perfect balance of, of horror mm -hmm. comedy. It's fine. It didn't yeah. age super well, but it's fine. Yeah. Uh, so I'll just talk about what I hate and the reason why it outweighs it. The dialogue was atrocious. None of the action set pieces seemed believable. It's such a massive diversion away from Evil Dead 1 and 2. Even though, you, like I said at the beginning, you could tell that he was like, fine, I'm just going to roll into it. It still felt too egregious for me. Um, the best acting is probably Sheila. Like, even Ash's hammy acting, which is supposed to be his acting, just felt... You couldn't tell if he was cool, scared, heroic, uh, angry. Like, it just felt weird. There's a reason that while people like Bruce Campbell, he never quite became an right. actor. Right. He was this actor. Like, yeah. he had to stay. He was these three movies. Right. And Has he done anything other than Evil... He's only done... He's in cameos. He's done the Evil Dead series. He's done... He's shown up in other Sam Raimi things yeah. as a bit part. Yeah, cameos. Just random little... Yeah, hey. he's had, like, minor supporting roles in other things, mostly with Sam Raimi. Involved. I would bet you could find indie movies that were never marked. There are, there are a few uh, indie... Uh, horror movies where he's had big roles yeah. so he he's made the circuit on the b-list movies but uh perhaps the thing i, I disliked the most was um the inability for me to have any i'm very quick to give myself to your logic comic book logic movie logic suspension of disbelief absolutely nothing in this movie felt believable to me as it went on like the part of him getting the necrocomicon was too easy and too hard at times Slapstick stick scenes went on for about 10 times longer than they maybe should have. Trim those down to a few, you know, sh shave a few minutes off these overly slapsticky things, and, and, and I'll be all right. Um, I get why it has quotables. I get why it has stuff that people like to call out and point out and, like, you know, boomstick and, and hail to the king. I get that. None of it landed for me. So okay. I just... I feel like I'm being too harsh. And Patrick straight up told me, he's like, oh, okay, so I remember when we were friends. That was the very first thing. <laughs> it was the very first thing he said. And I was just like, you know, it had to end eventually. Um, but it just, nothing about it. I, I, I just, I feel bad that I don't like it. Because I loved Evil Dead 2 so, I think I put it number one last year yeah. on my list. Like, I loved it so much that this just missed the mark for me. I think Evil Dead 2 definitely aged better. So, oh, so yeah, this might, this might be the first, uh, first year where Cre or Kevin doesn't put my movie last. It might be. We'll see. Don't get too saucy. Um, yeah, so we've gotten... So we finished uh, uh, Bleeders, The Lighthouse, and now Army of Darkness. We've got one movie left that we don't know yet. I need to, I, I need to come to a determination of whether or not I want to do a movie that's ridiculous 
A movie that's Sam Raimi, or... A movie that's a, a movie ridiculous that's... Sam Raimi. <laughs> no, no, the other movie's not Sam Raimi. Oh, okay. Damn, that would have been fun. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I'm totally okay with saving the surprise. That's going to be really fun. Um, you, I think it, every other time we've came in. No, that's not true. Repo was kind of a last minute. Thing. No, yeah, no, no, Repo was. Did we talk about Repo that? was last minute trying to find the movie. Fair. <laughs> because I had, a, I, I had a, I had a copy of it, and yeah. the disc disappeared. Ooh, <laughs> that's what happens when things get spooky. Uh, but either way, uh, I'm good. Everybody good? Mm-hmm. Yep. Wrap it up. All right. This has been the third episode of Halloween July. I'm Kevin. I'm Jake. I'm Craig. I'm DJ. Thanks for listening. I was busy dreaming about taking you apart. And as you can see, over here we have the man of the machine.